Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 60 of the Walk with Ethan Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Black. Today, we're going to talk about the shows from August 11th. That would be Friday for today, August 13th. Just a quick note, GCW does have a show tonight, Lucha Day Explosive, but I'll talk about that on Friday's show as I'm recording in the morning, so <clears throat> before the GCW show. So, that would be after that, but let's just get into it, so we'll kick it off. This week's show with GCW's No Signal on Hills. This is their third annual. So we had a six-man tag match. <laughs> Las Masalas, Cyclone, Mio Extremo. Tailwind, Little Cholo, Defeat, Unguy 2.0, Brody Young, Prodigy, Demi Drake, and Matt Vandegrift. Six minutes and 49 seconds. In a field four match, Jeff Dillard, Ellie Catch, Mikey Eo, and Masha Slimwich. 11 minutes and 53 seconds. For the GCW World title, Blake Christian retains with Chris Bay. 13 minutes and one second. In a tag team match, we had to reject John Wayne Murdoch and Reed Bentley, defeating the Extreme Champion Joey Janela and Zoya Rick, 14 minutes and 28 seconds. Then we had Leon Slayer defeating Jack Carrey, 11 minutes and 6 seconds. Grinkley Loco defeating Miss Warner, 11 minutes and 31 seconds. <coughs> in, a fa- in a failed six-way match, GW Tag Champ, Jordan Oliver, Alex Price, Brain Tune, Calavish, Jimmy Lloyd, and Jordan Cruz, 13 minutes 26 seconds. Jacob Fo 2 defeating Effie, 13, 15 and a half minutes in the Maven. Johnny Game Changer, a.k.a. known as Johnny TV and AEW, gets the win over Nick Gage at 18 minutes and 34 seconds. So it's GCW. And then we'll go to the second night of the West Coast Pro West Coast Cup. This is the quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals all taking place on this show. So we kick it off with uh, the first of four quarterfinal matches. We start boy charge being Jay Malachi, Finney Missouri being Kevin Blackwood, Alpha Soul defeating Sherry Erie, so he'll face Char- Starboy Charlie in the semifinals. In the final core final match, Brian Keith will face, uh, defeated Mike Bailey, so he'll face Finney Mazzaro in the semifinals. And then our two semifinal matches, the first one, Starboy Charlie defeating Alpha So. In the other semifinal match, Brian Keith defeating Finney Mazzaro. So our finals of the 2023 West Coast Cup is Starboy Charlie for Brian Keith. Then our first up to non tournament action, 12 person tag match with one call manager, Jordan Oasis, JT Throne, Maxine Paler, Sarah, and Finito defeating Lowe's. Salvador, Danny Rose, and Ricky Gee, Ellen Angels, Derek Dillinger, Johnny Robbie, and Sean Legacy, and our other non-tournament match, the for the West Coast Post Heavyweight title, Ty's Alexander the champ defeats Kevin Knight to retain the title. In the main event, the finals of the 2023 West Coast Cup, Starboy Charlie defeating Brian Keith. So it's West Coast Pro. And then we'll go to Dragon Gates, the Gate of Adventure, Day 4. So we can go to six minute tags tonight. We have Gold Class, Open the Triangle Gate Champion, the winner of the tourney, of the King Gate Tournament, Koto Minor, along with Ben K, BB Hulk, defeating Natural Vazi, Jason and Kazi, and Hole Loon via Golden Rose, eight, nine minutes and 29 seconds. Tied to being an open triangle with Jamie Orphy, Larry, in seven and a half minutes. Six man tag to it, Natural Vibes, Strong Machine, Strong Machine J, and Jackie Funk Kame. Team of Ultimate Dragon defeat C. Brazis. Open the Brave Gage of Ichin, Highland Shoon's Golography, a Crucifix, 14 minutes, 51 seconds. And a tag to match, open the, dra- open the Dream Gage of Madoka Kitiota, and Cage of defeat Big Bosch Mojo and UT of Natural Vibes, Fia Ron Larry, 11 minutes, and 4 seconds. 
animated in an eight-man tag match with M3K's over the 20 gauge Shimushu Shimoshimoshuki and Yashikana, along with Mesaki Moshuki and Moshuki Jr., defeating Jinky Horikuchi, Yamato, Dragon Kid, and Rai Saito via Diamond Elbow Drop, 17 minutes and 26 seconds. So it's Dragon Gate. And then we'll go to... Then we'll go to Pro Wrestling Noah's N1 Victory Night 4. So we can go with Kai Fujimori via Yu Owada by submission via Boston Crab 5 minutes and 49 seconds. Then our A-block match, GC Tag Team Timmy the Factory defeating Jack Morris by submission via Armlock 11 minutes and 59 seconds. And B-block, Katsuhiko Nakajima defeating Dagi Emba via Fericles by 13 minutes and 35 seconds. Back to A-block, Masakimiya defeating Yoshiiki Inamura via Diamond Senton. 14 minutes and 15 seconds. Uh, back to B Block Minoa Soy defeating one half of the GC Tatch and Saxon Huxley via jumping DDT at 12 minutes. Back to A Block Kennel defeating Yuki Yoshi Oka via Kennel Special 20 minutes and 25 seconds. The finals of the Junior Weight Tag Team Tiles Known Contenders Tournament. Asuchi Kochige and High 69 defeating Yohei and Jurasuke of Good Looking Guys via roll up on Yohei 16 minutes and 7 seconds. And the main event, a non title B Block match. The National Champion El Hijo D. Wagner Jr. defeating Gosho Shaki via Moonsault 24 minutes and 28 seconds. So from the show, I recommend checking out Masakimiya Fujichi Iki Iyamura, Kenno vs. Yuki Yoshioka, the finals of the Junior Tag Tournament Terrace Tournament, and Wagner Jr. vs. Shosaki. So this stands after night four. In first place, GCF Jim Jiggly has six points, three wins, zero losses. And Masakimiya also has six points, but he has three wins and one loss. Second place, GC Tag Champ Timmy Thatcher has four points, two wins, two losses. And Ken on Yuki Yushioka also have four points, but they both have two wins, one loss. Third place, Jack Morris has two points, one win, three losses. Adam Brooks also has two points, but he's at one win, two losses. And then last place, Yushiiki Inamore has zero points, zero wins, and four losses. And then B Block. So we have a six-way tie first with four points. So we have GC Tag Team Saxon Huxley, National Champ El Hijo D. Wagner Jr. Minoso and Katsuhiko Nakajima have two wins, two losses. And Go Shosai and Lance Inouye have four points, two wins, and one loss. And in the last place, we have a tie between Daiki Emba and Yuma Inside with two points, one win, and two losses. So that's Pro Wrestling Noah. And it will go to Big Japan Pro Wrestling during Kanwawa. Hope I said that right. So we kick it over with a six-man, I'm uh, sorry, kick it over with a tag team match in Yokohama Shopping Street, six-man tag champ and death match heavyweight champion Yuki Ishigawa, Alo Kazumi Kitayuta, two-thirds of the champions, to be Ryo Ito and Kenko Hashino via Lerzer's effect, nine minutes and eight seconds. Yuji Tanaguchi defeating Abdullah Kabashi via schoolboy, seven minutes and 49 seconds. Yusufumi Nakanoi defeating Hajami by submission via Boston Crab, eight minutes, 51 seconds. And tag team match with one half of the big Japan tag champs, Dakota Nomura. And Daji Hashimo defeating Damaji So and Kota Siki Foda via arm crossbar, 13 minutes and 42 seconds. In a tag team match, we had Yokohama Shama Street, six minute tag team, Hiyoshi Kamatani, Timo Yoko Yamato, defeating the World Strong Heavyweight Champion Yo Oyagi and Ketsuhiko Kasuki Hashimoto via backdrop, 11 minutes and 40 seconds. In the main event, Desaki Sakimoto defeating Katsuma Yoshida via Big Bang Catastrophe, 16 minutes and 42 seconds. So it's Big Japan Ball Wrestling. And it will go to NXT level up with Damon Kim to be Dante Chen, 6 minutes and 12 seconds. 
Found Helen defeating Izzy Dam, four minutes and 31 seconds. In the main event, Joe Coffey defeating Tavon Heights, six minutes and 24 seconds. There's NXT level up. And we'll stay with WWE as we go to Friday Night SmackDown. So we kick it off with Oscar versus Shara Flair. This is our, probably our first SmackDown after SummerSlam. So match starts with a lockup, and they go by 4-4 before Shara Flair knocks Oscar to the mat. Oscar fires back with sword kicks to the chest, but Flair climbs the top rope. But Oscar pulls it down and hits a draw kick off the middle rope as we cut to a commercial break. After the break, Flair hits a crossbody to Oscar over the top rope to the floor, climbs back up to the top, hits another crossbody before hitting chops, and then Oscar comes back with a back elbow. Charlotte responds with a spear, looks to log in the figure eight, but got distracted by damage control. This lets Oscar to roll her up, but Charlotte kicks out and hits a big boot. They both go back and forth forms before Bailey hops on the apron and Charlotte knocks her down to the floor. But Woman Shibby, Eos guy, bounces off the ropes and hits a double draw kick to both women, and that costs a double squaff. Uh, no contest, sorry, at nine minutes and one second. I thought this match was actually wasn't too bad. I just won five out of ten. You kind of figured they were going to do a no contest, honestly. Anyway, both ladies losing. Then after much, Bailey and EO continue being now Charlotte and Asuka. Bailey sends Charlotte into the middle of Turnbuckle face first, and EO sends Asuka into the ring post shoulder first. And then Dakota Cut, I think she had a cold or something because her voice sounded like right, like scratchy and stuff. And says, New one should be your sky. Then we hit her uh, video package recapping the Undisputed Universe Total Travel Cup match from SummerSlam. Then after the break, we go backstage for an interview with Caleb Braxton and the number one contender for the US Tele Santos Escobar. Before United States Shame, Austin Theory attacks Escobar, sends him into the road case spine first, and then closes the lid uh, on his leg before the LW runs to check on Escobar as Theory retreats. Then after the break, again, we see Santos Escobar being checked out in the medical office as Ray uh, tries to go after Theory. And then we'll go to uh, AJ Styles versus Karrion Cross. AJ wastes no time as he hits a draw kick right out of the gate. But Karrion Cross comes back with a suplex and sends him crashing uh, into the top turn buckle face first. He sends him into the corner, sends him into the top turn buckle face first again. Sends him on the top row and joins him up there. AJ skips grass, sends Cross crash out of the to close on, but Cross sends him into the announce table off his shoulders as we go to commercial break. After the break, Stalls hits a slime form and a right hand. And then sets up for the final form, but Cross catches him and locks the lock in the cross jacket. But Stiles escapes and plants Cross, hits a series of kicks, and it lands a 450 splash. Goes for the cover, but Scarlet puts Cross's foot on the bottom rope to break up the pin. So Beechin goes after Scarlet, but Scarlet uh, takes her down with a right hand. And then Cross clocks Stiles from behind, hits it to Stiles' suplex, tries to go for the cross hammer, but Stiles ducks it, sets up, uh, sets up into Gary. Looks for Stalls, clash by Scarlet, hops on the apron to distract him. Meechin sets the center over the announce table. Stalls at the Paley kick and then connects with the Stalls clash for the win at 9 minutes and 49 seconds. This was actually out of the matches they had. This is probably their best one. I mean, besides that little botch where, the, where Stalls was trying to go for that DD, flipping DDT over the corner and Cross just fell. But other than that, I thought it was pretty. I just won 6 out of 10. And we get head to our video recapping what happened in the summer slam match between Brock and Co Brock Cody Rhodes. And then we go backstage, we see Kathy Kelly tells out the medical room. Austin Theory walks in, complains about being unable to defend the units toe. And Bob, we were in Calgary, Alberta, Canada for the show. Before Ray comes out of the training room and assures Theory that Escobar will be ready to go later in the show. Then Theory mocks him, so Ray tries to attack him, but Kenny Dextra holds him back. Then we see the radar superstar Edge makes his way down to the ring. He says, you know, he was on advertised for the show. 
but he celebrates 25 years in WWE next week. He says he saw Calgary was on the docket, and it's been too long since he's been here. He says he's in the ring because he wants to face Sheamus. Then the excuse me dies in their history and explains Sheamus was the one who inspired him to return to the ring competition after nine years away from the ring. Here comes to be featured on Sheamus' YouTube channel, Count to Warrior Workouts. Says after taking a tumble war on Melvin Viking, he thought people would crash why he couldn't wrestle, and the light bulb hit his head. He recalls training with Sheamus while he's gearing up to return to the ring. Then he introduced himself, introduced the Braun Brutes, and they all make their way down to the ring. Sheamus says he had footage of Edge taking a fall for four years and calls for the production of the world of footage. Edge shows a bit, and we see the bump and basically scars on his ass. And Edge said that they didn't want to see, he didn't want his bare ass on national television. So Sheamus said we saw a lot worse, which I mean, he's not fully wrong. And then Edge shows a picture of him and Sheamus as Sheamus has done Edge's dollar Ruby's bike and shows how the production to take it down. Then it says in 2004, he was trying to decide if he wanted to make WWE in the early days of his career or work or go back to his IT job in Dublin. He recalls seeing the crew at a local show, local show looking for advice while everyone else in Norm edged in. He says Edge gave some great advice and says establishing they haven't wrestled each other. Sheamus says they wouldn't be staying in the ring if it wasn't for Edge. And Fitch, Edge challenges to a one match next week. So Sheamus asked Kelgar what they thought of the idea and the crowd wanted to see it. So they shake hands. But before leaving, Sheamus says he hoped he didn't make a mistake. I should really enjoy the statement. I can't wait for the... It's shocking how these two never faced one-on-one all the time it's been in WWE. I know they had some tag matches and like fatal four-way six-pack challenges and all that, but never one-on-one, which is kind of shocking, but I can't wait to see it next week. Or this Friday, I should say. Then our third match was LA Knight, the winner of the Slim Jim SummerSlam Battle Royal. Go against Hit Row's top dollar. <clears throat> LA Knight with no time since top dollar in term, top term will face first. Fires the right hands, but top dollar fires by a short tackle. First day, he received some help from BFAP and Estonia S- the Adonis on the outside. He gets Knight on his shores, looks to plan, but Knight lands on his feet and plays top dollar. Bulldog off the middle rope, elbow drop, and then the BFT for the win at two minutes and two seconds. It was just there, I mean, five out of ten. <laughs> then after the match, Knight grabs a microphone, says, Doesn't matter where you go in the world or what show he's on, because you know whose game it is, and you hear the name LA Knight. Then we go backstage to Adam Pierce sent us Escobar Ray Mysterio. Pierce says Escobar's been cleared by the train, but he makes sure he's ready to go. And Escobar assures him that he can go. Then after the break, we go backstage to Bob Lash's Street Profits celebrating a new alliance for the drink. He's the saddest thing in life is on tap potential. And he sees a lot of potential in them. Montez forces he doesn't feel like the job is finished after last week. It last shows the possibilities are endless. Then says Magda is ready for some new blood and the three toast to that. Then we go to our main event match of the show for the United States title. Austin Theory defends against Escobar. <laughs> so Escobar makes way on the ring, but Theory hits a chop block on the ramp before El Delio runs to check on him. Medical official now appears running to check on Escobar. S3 starts running his mouth and says he's really looking forward to defending the US title on the show, but he says he's going home before uh And then Pierce says Ray could take a spot. So Ray wastes no time as he fires our strikes. His theory crashes out of the ring, hits a hurricane off the air as so we go to break. We come up break. Ray hits a hurricane to theory, climbs on top of him, hits a senton, then lands a springboard cross body, falls with a back elbow, looks for a springboard motion, but theory catches him and gets re- Mysterio in electrical precision. He escapes, hits a sunset flip. Oh, and boo, and for Eddie Alba, Mysterio escapes. Thursday, and Security dies for 619 on. Theory spawn, looks for a second one to his face, but Theory catches him, gets him up on a short, looks to try to go for eight and down again. Mysterio hits a hair 
Dials up with 619, gets back on and hits a splash to become a three-time United States champion at two minutes and 43 seconds. I mean, this is where I mean, I can't believe this made even match went under three minutes, but congratulations to Ray for winning the USL for the third time. I don't think he'll have I don't think he'll um hold it long too much, honestly. I think maybe payback Escobar wins it there. Anyway, congratulations to Ray for winning the USL, like I said, for the third time. And then after the match, the rest of the comes up with Ray. And there are maybe segment of the show, the bloodlines, unspeakably universal show, Roman Reigns, Solo Skull, and Paul Heyman make it way down the ring. Roman tells Calgary and knowledge him and asks Paul where Jimmy Uso was. Heyman says he doesn't know, and Heyman says he hasn't seen him. Ray asks if, sorry, Roman asks if he's talked to him, and Jimmy appears to ring set behind the three men, and they spawn, and Jimmy gets inside the ring. Roman says he owns Jimmy one for Somerset and tells him the name is Price. Jimmy says he wants nothing for Roman, says what he did at Somerset and nothing to do with him. Before Roman tells Jimmy he must be confused, ask him once again what he wants. Do we hear the theme song of Jay Uso? And he makes his way down to the ring. He slaps the mic for Jimmy Sin stares him down and asks Jimmy why he did that on Saturday. Jimmy says he did what he did because he loves him and says it wasn't out of jealousy, but out of fear of losing him. He asked what happened to the Usos if Jay became tribal chief. He said he would become a corrupted like Roman. And then basically calls him an asshole. Uh, Jimmy says he would never able to live himself if he let Jay become an easygoing monster like Roman. Then says Jay does have to believe him what he told him what he wanted to do. He tells Jay he loves him, then offers Jay a super kick. Jay turns his back to Jimmy, literally, and Jimmy steps next to him. Jay turns around once again, and Jimmy gives up. He slides out of the ring as Roman laughs. He says there's no more of a perfect time to Jay tell him so. He tells Jay he thinks with his emotions. It says tonight's not about the Usos, it's about acknowledging him. So Jay hurts enough and just nails Roman in the jaw with a super kick. So Solzago jumps him, tries to go for Smallest Bug, but Jay lays him out with a super kick. Roman hits him with a Superman punch, tries to go for the spear, but Jay hits a super kick in a spear of his own. He grabs a microphone and tells Jimmy to stop walking. Starts walking towards him and opens his arms. He does the same. Jimmy does the same to hug him back, but Jay nails him with a super kick. Then he says he's out of the bloodline SmackDown in WWE for retreat for the Calgary crowd to close out this week's SmackDown. That was a really good promo. Uh, the explanation of why Jimmy did it was kind of sad, to be honest with you. But that would be a lot better explanation. But I, honestly, I was not expecting uh, Jay to say he was quitting. But that was how we closed us. But overall, I give this, honestly, the show 5 or 6 out of 10. Honestly, if I had to pick a match to recommend, I'd probably say AJ and Karrion, honestly. That's probably the only one I recommend checking out. But yeah, that was SmackDown. And now we'll head over to AEW Rampage, where we kick it off with Darby Allen, the number one for the TNT title, versus one-third of the Ring of Honor six-man tag team champions, Brian Cage. Darby waits no time, so he hits a draw kick, right out of the gate, sends him crashing the floor, it looks like tilt by Suicida. Brian, Cage stays on his feet, and since Darby crashed in the barricade, holds him for the delay vertical suplex position for playing him inside the ring. Then he falls over the superplex, tosses Darby in the corner, falls and stomps, and delays a chop. Actually, spills to the outside and Cage raises the right hand. Darby says Cage crashes in the ring step, stomps on his hand, jumps him. Cage gets him off by sending him through the timekeeper's area and plants him on the ring. It's by first stomps on his deck as we do a commercial break. After the break, Darby hits a tornado scorpion death drop before Cage fires up with a pair of power bombs. Climbs the top rope and hits a coffin drop on the apron. That was Darby, sorry. He gets Cage back to the ring, hits a co-rat, climbs the top rope, but Prince on trips him. That opens up the door for Cage to get on the shores and play him with an F5. Goes for a pin, but Darby kicks out. Cage gets out on the shoulders and climbs to the top of it. Darby counters in a crucifix bomb, but Cage rolls through, and then Darby rolls up Cage. 
for the win at 10 minutes and 46 seconds. This was actually a fun little match. I just went 6 out of 10. Then after the match, the TNT team, Luchasaurus, Blontize, Darby, S. Christian Cage, was on for backstage. Then we go to our, our only title match on the show for the international title. International Jam, Orange Cassidy against Johnny TV. Orange Cassidy hits that modified arm drag. This is Johnny TV rolling to the outside of the group with QTV before Harley Cameron tracks the referee Bryce Rensburg. <clears throat> and QTV surrounds Cassidy, but he turns Rensburg around and catches him, injects all the members of QTV from ringside. Lucy Wheeler to try to interfere, but the referee catches him as well and sends him away. Johnny takes advantage of the right hand to Cassidy on the outside and then sends him into the apron as we go to a commercial break. We come out of a break, Cassidy. Sends TV into the top turbo face first, and then Johnny trips him. Cassie hands him for the bottom rope as Johnny looks for a kick. Cassie ducks it, looks to go find, take him down the outside. Dunks it back in, climbs the door, hits a crossbody, but Johnny hits a moonlight drive. Falls with a kick, looks for a starship paid, but Cassie rolls it away, climbs the top rope, hits a diving DT, tornado DT as well. Then falls with an orange punch, and then before hitting the beach break, to retain the international title at 9 minutes and 34 seconds. This was a fun title match. I just won 6 0 10 as well. And, and then after the match, Cassie grabs my and asks Willie what's taking so long to get down to the ring. He tells me he wants to punch him in the face and you mix it with as Rest of Black will come up, pairs of rings on George you on the ramp. He grabs the microphone says BCC will make sure Cassie leaves the ambulance, but it's a little beneath them and it will accomplish nothing. He says he wants to hurt Cassie, Cassie emotionally and mentally. Since he wants to take the one that Cassie cares about and then challenges to an international title match in Nashville next week, which that's been confirmed. Dude, we go to our tag team match. The Ring of Honor World Tag Champs, Aussie Open, Mark Davis, and Kyle Fletcher. Go against the Outriders, Turbo Floyd, and Truth Magnum. Mark Davis is a boot to Turbo Floyd. Aussie Austin, Austin double back, Elwodum. For the Ashes, both of the outside, Ozzy opens his Outriders crash into each other. Kyle Fletcher takes and hits a thrust kick to Truth Magnum. Hits a cutter off the middle rope, thanks to the help of Mark Davis. Davis takes it. Ozzy opens the double layers of the floor and then falls with Cornelius for the win at 2 minutes and 14 seconds. This was a squash match. This one, 4 out of 10. Then after the match, they got Sorry about that, uh, guys. So anyway, Ozzy Osbourne gets a microphone as, and Mark as MJF and I'm cool. Really think they have to go a real tag team for Fletcher to do our reason. Fans care about two of them is because MJF will backstab Cole, then just have their challenge for the tag title match on the All-In pre-show, and then their confident Ozzy will go with the World Tag Team titles. And so I had to step away from that for a minute, stuff that was going on there. And or maybe the semifinal match of the women's title tournament. Soraya goes one with Sky Blue. The winner will go to all in to join the Fatal Four match. As they'll join the women's Championship Hakoshia and Tony Storm in the finals. So, Masters will lock up. Soraya slaps Sky Blue, but Blue hits a backslide. Soraya kicks out, and Blue hits a sunset flip for it. They take turns rolling the, each other up. Blue hits a crossbody with Sora, rolls out the ring for a breather. Ruby Soho and Tony Storm checks on her as they got caught with kicks from Blue. Tries to go for a Campbell, but Tony Storm pulls Soraya out of the way, and Blue crashes to the floor as we go to break. We come back for break. Soraya hits a step up knee, followed by a running knee, and then Blue hits her with a step up knee overall and then connects with Integuri. Soraya comes back with a thrust kick, locks in a cloverly, but Blue makes it to the bottom of the break up submission hold. Blue hits a thrust kick and Cold Blue then hits Cold Blue. Sorry, goes for the pimp, but the referee misses the count as he's being distracted by Tony Storm. So this opens the door for Ruby Zone to spray grease, spray paint into the face of Sky Blue, and then Soraya falls with the Crayo D. I forget what she called I think it's the nightcap or something. I honestly can't remember what she calls the move now, but she gets to win. 
at 9 minutes and 23 seconds. I actually did mine this match until the end. Honestly, I'm kind of slowly getting tired of the Elcast interference all the time. But honestly, this is way too predictable. Honestly, I get it. You want to, like, get your women featured on TV. Honestly, this, we didn't need this tournament. Like, this is way too predictable. I'm sorry. Just, like, I knew who was winning going into this. So there's one more spot. So on Wednesday on Dynamite, the winner of the Bunny is Britt Baker, which honestly would be Britt Baker. We'll be joining Serena, Tony Storm, and Hikari Shida in the Women's Title Fatal 4 match at All In. <laughs> Excuse me. Overall, this rampage was all right. Honestly, it was just there. I give this one five. Honestly, the only two, I just said check out the first two matches the Cassie Giant TV match and Darby Bryant. That's the only two I recommend checking out. But that was AEW Rampage. And I will kick off the Saturday, August 12th shows with the night 18 of the New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 Climax Tournament. This is the semifinals. So we kick it off with a... There was a dark match before the show. It wasn't aired on New Japan World or anything. This is a Young Lion Trick Challenge. So basically, if you win... If you beat all three Young Lions, you get... I think 200,000 Yang. Oh, I shot at the television title. And... I think you went barbecue sauce. I think the most, you know, I can't remember what the other prize was, but boy, or like Ashley does it. He defeats Oscar Louis, right? Oh, you went you to Nakashima via Kamikaze at three minutes and 10 seconds. So, boy, or like since he won, he gets a future shot at the New Japan television title. So, <coughs> the actual show starts with Team Pro Wrestling Dallas, Kitakimi, and the, their GCW Junior Junior Team Hayata defeat Master Wild and Hiroshi Tenson 10 minutes and 57 seconds via Shining Wizard. Then in some tag team action, Sean Styles, Minoru Suzuki, Irai, and Narita, defeating Tagumahama and Shota Umino, 10 minutes and 18 seconds via Cobra Twist. And 10 minutes tag team action, we have both clubs as strong opioid tag champs, Gabriel Ken, Alice Coggan, never opioid champion, David Filling, Chase Owens, and Kenta, defeating Chaos's IWGB tag champs, Hiroko and Yoshihashi, Yo, and Toriyano, who's team of Togi Makabe, 10 minutes and 40 minutes into oblivion on Makabe. Then six man tag team match, we had United Empires, Hinari, Jeff Cobb, and Gray Okan. Defeat LAJ's Chin Gotokaki, Bushi, and Yoja Suji at 10 minutes 57 seconds via Ultima on Bushi. Eight man tag team match, we had two thirds of the number of openweight six man tag teams, Tomuro Ishii and Hiroshi Tanahashi, teaming up with the strong openweight champion Eddie Kingston and Roshi Taguchi. They get the win over Team DK's television champion, Zack Sabre Jr., Shane Hayes, Mikey Nichols, and Kusei Fujita at 11 minutes and 40 seconds via Backfist to the Future. And then our final um, undercard match for our two semifinals for G1 Climax. Grails of Destiny, Hikaleo, Tamatanga, Tangolo, and Jato. Team of El Fantasma will defeat Jazz Fly Guys, IWG World Champion Sonata, KOBW 23 with Jim Taichi, Takamai Jinoku, Yushibu, Kamar, and Doki. 11 minutes and 56 seconds via uh, Gods and Untakamai Jinoku. Then we go to our first of two semifinal matches of the G1 Climax. The B block winner won never open weight six man tag team Kazushka Okada defeating the runner up of C block evil 18 minutes and eight seconds via Rainmaker. So he'll face the winner of the Will Osprey to see a Nido match on the Oxter team show, which I'll talk about when we get to the Sunday shows. And then our other semifinal match to see you know, the winner of D block defeating the runner up of B block United Champ Will Osprey 29 minutes and 58 seconds via Destino. So our finals are set. So Kasuchi Okada versus Tuesday. Now Okada's looking to win his fifth G1. Well, now he's looking to win his third, which I'll give you that result when we talk about the Sunday shows, but that is uh, New Japan. 
and it will go to Tokyo Princess Cup Night 6. This is their semifinal show. So we kick it over to six one six woman tag with Yuka Yahira, Toga, and Rina. Okaboy defeating Hamurai, Shino Suzuki, and Haru Kasasawa via Rock Bomb, nine minutes and 29 seconds. Suzumi defeating Jiren Nagano via Ring of Bell, six minutes and five seconds. Eight woman tag with Yuki Ino, Raku, Pomhar, Jugu, and Yuri Niko defeating Free Rafa, Hakari Noah, and No Kate Yuta, Hyper Marcel, and Kayatora Bomb via Palm the Justice, nine minutes and 58 seconds. <clears throat> Sakishima, May sent Michael defeating Prince Prince Mizuki and Mayo Kirigu via Kami Award 13 minutes 53 seconds. And our final undercard match for our two tournament matches. Tag to match Shoko Nakajima and Miyu Watanabe team Moka Mayamoto and Zari Endo Funeral like Suplex 13 minutes and 21 seconds. And now we go to our first. We got our two semifinal matches. The first one, Mayu Yamashista defeating Yuki Arai via Skull Kick 13 minutes and 18 seconds. In the main event, non-title semifinal match, Yuki Kamafuku defeating the international presidentship Rika Tetsusumi via Dying Famous for 12 minutes and 39 seconds. Zero files of the 2023 Tokyo Princess Cup. That'll be us on August 2, which I'll talk about on the Sunday portion. Will be my Yamashista versus Yuki Kamafuku. So the winner will take will be the 10th ever Tokyo Princess Cup winner. But that's Tokyo Joshi. Then we'll go to Stardom's five-star Grand Prix night eight. So we kick over the Dantel Triple Threat match. Feature Star Chain Rena defeating Bayamasaki and Hina via Jackknife, 5 minutes 17 seconds. Other Star Chain Tekla defeating Saida via Don Body Press, 6 minutes and 45 seconds. Six woman tag team match with Oitai's new blood tag team Starly Kim, Natahiko Tora, and Momo Watanabe defeating Cosmic Angels, Wolf Star Chain Tam Nakao, Natapoi, and Yui Misamori via Hideo Nashi Driver, 10 minutes and 55 seconds. Six woman tag team match with Stars IWG Women's Champion. Mario Yatani, Hasuki, and Kokomo defeating Club Fiends, one half of the God Star and Champions, Mario May, and Waka Tessasome, Yama, Team of Hanukkah, Fiat Dive, Body Press, 11 minutes and 42 seconds. Eight woman tag team match. We have Megan Bay, May, Sarah, and Suzuki defeating God's Eyes, one of our champion, Mariah, high speed champion, Saki Kashima, Siri, and Amin Sora, Fiat F5, nine minutes and 22 seconds. And on this show, this is Blue Star's only matches, the first of three. He didn't defeat Asumi. Fiat back drop hole, all in two seconds. Uh, champ first champion blue source match, God star champ Mir Kawa defeating our star champ Julia Fiat figure four, Dry Mina, 12 minutes and 33 seconds. In the main event, blue star final blue star match, Utami Hayashista defeating Sori Inu via German suplex, 13 minutes and six seconds. So, our standings so after night in the red stars, not to poi. Stays in first place with nine points, four wins, zero loss, one draw. Second place, IWGB Woodship, Mayutani, Natsuhiko, Toratai with six points, three wins, and one loss. Suzuki also has six points, but has three wins and two losses. Siri has five points, two wins, one loss, one draw. In fourth place, World Assar Champion, Tam Nakano has four points, two wins, zero losses. Fifth place, new point, Tachim, Starlight Cannon, Hazuki have two points, one win, two losses. And Amy Sori has two points, one win, one loss. And in last place, Salman Kawatani has zero points, zero wins, nine losses. And then Blue Stars, first place, God Star Champion, Mayor Shirokawa has six points, three wins, one loss. Second place, Our Star Champion, Julia has five points, two wins, one loss, one draw. Third place, one of Our Star Champion, Mariah has four points, two wins, two losses. 
Zoran also has four points, but she has one win, two losses, two draws. And Yutami Hayashisa and Mo Watanabe also has four points, but they both have two wins and zero losses. Micah comes in four points with three points, one win, one loss, one draw. In last place, Godstar Jim Ramey has two points, one win, two losses. Azumi ha- has also has two points, but she has one win and three losses. And he also has two points, but she comes in with one win and four losses. So that's uh, stardom. Then we're going to do All Japan Pro Wrestling's Summer Action Series Day 6. So we can go over the tag dimension. We had Yuma Anzai and one half of the All Asian Tag Champs, Yuja Yoja Yoshitatsu. I don't know what I was discussing the first time. <laughs> to be an All Japan Tag Team. All Japan Pro Wrestling TV six man tag teams took over more. Right, anyway, nine minutes twenty nine cents via German suplex. You can hear already defeating All Japan Pro Wrestling TV six man tag team Black Marante eight minutes twenty two cents via pinfall. In tag team match with Nuraki Doi and Nago Tanisaki defeating Rise of Hido and Uncle Blanc via Samsung Clutch nine minutes and nineteen seconds. Satoshi Kojima and Hiroshi Yamato defeating Evolutions Hikari Saito and Dan Tamara eleven minutes thirty four via Larry on Tamara. Do we have Fudu Murse, Ray Saito, Jun Saito, and Tosajo defeating Bulk Orchestra, Hayao Tamara, Czech Samatani, and Galo Damal via cycle break on Samatani, 15 minutes and 37 seconds. More tag to match, this time it's Suwama and Ren Abe versus Shuji Ishikawa and Ferrari Abe into the double count out, 14 minutes and 1 second. In the main event, in a six man tag event, we had the World Tag Team Champions Triple Crown with Jim Yuma Oyagi and Kento Mihira teaming up with Dakota Nomura. They get the win over Hokuto Amori, Rocky Honda, and Asuki Oyage. 21 minutes and 3 seconds via shutdown suplex on Amori. And by the way, this is a preview of the World, World Tournament that will be starting on August 19th. And those six are actually part of that tournament. And then, so that was all Japan. Then we'll go over to Dragon Gate. This is the Gate Avenger Day 5. So we can go with a six-man tag match we have. Gold classes open the Triangle Gate Champions 2023 Canyon Gate winner Kota Minor and Minior team of BB Hulk defeating D Courage's open the Dream Gate Champion Madoka Kitayuta Yuki Ishikawa team of Hololum via high speed power draw and Minior Lemons. Oh, I'm sorry, D Courage and Yohololum defeating Gold Class Lemons 26 via uh, high speed power draw and Minior. My apologies there, misread them. Ben K defeating Yushiiki Kato 7 minutes 12 seconds via spear. Tag match at Yumato and Keiji Tor defeat Natural Fathers Jason Lee and UT Timmons for via Galleria on UT. And we have six man tag match. We have M3K's open to twin gate champs Sumoshi Moshuki and Yoshiji Kanda along with Misak Moshuki. They defeated Ultimate Dragon, Jinky Horaguchi, and Dragon Kid. 15 minutes, 21 cents with Yokosuka Cutter on Horaguchi. And the main event and a eight man tag match. We had Natural Fathers, Kazi, Big Bosh Moshi, Straw Machine J, and Jack Funk Kame. Defeating Seabrats, Shun Skywalker Kai, Hayo, and the opening Brave Gate champion Ishim. 14 minutes and 20 seconds via big pause press on Hayo. That was Dragon Gate. And then we go over to Big Japan Pro Wrestling at Panda Square. So originally this was actually supposed to be a three-part show, but I think I think due to the time Christian, I think they said uh, they had to just do the one show. So we get over Daimachi still defeating Takoa Kato, 7 is 35 cents with Black Rain. Yoshifumi Nakanoi defeating Kankora Hashino via Diamond Elbow Drop, 8 minutes 46 seconds. And Tatuaja Abdullah Kabachi and Yuji Taniguchi for Kitty Yaro and Misaki Maharo into the double count out in mid 15. 
And it was, so we had a rematch where KTR and Metsagi Maor getting the win on Kabashi and Taniguchi in five and a half minutes via pinfall. Daji Hashimoto defeating Kazuma Yoshida via Paul Jar 11 minutes 50 seconds. Sasaki Saki Mao defeating Kazuki Hashimoto 11 minutes 39 via Dying Body Press. In the main event, in a six man, non title six man match, World Strong Heavyweight Champ Yua Oyagi, Ryu Ito, and Kota Suki Fuda defeating the, Def, the Yokohama Shaman Street. Street six man tag teams, death match, highway champ Yuki Ishikawa, Hitoshi Kamatani, and Kazumi Kitayuta. 17 minutes and 54 seconds via Kasiri Chop on Kitayuta. So it's Big Japan. And then we'll head over to AEW Saturday Night Collision. So we kick it off with. Uh, the promos from the claim Christian Cage, T, DJ Blue Shorts, and CMFTR. And then we get uh, Eric Bonnie Nigel Bogus recapping last week's main event between CM Punk, Ricky Starks, and Ricky Starks being Ricky Steamboat. And then Tony Schiavone stands in the middle of the ring and introduces Ricky Starks. And he makes way down the ring. He had a belt in his hand. And Shivani knows noted that the belt belonged to Steamboat. And that Starks basically beat the shit out of him with his own belt. So Shivani knows that Ricky Starks has been spent from wrestling for 30 days at AEW for being up a 70-year-old man. Starks says he had to be consequences for reaction. He said he was talking about Steamboat. He blames him for causing the match and said he had to beat his ass. He says he loved Steamboat, but he did what he had to do. So he said he got a manager's license to be on the show every week while he's suspended. He said it's his show and his legacy. Starks says people don't have to like him, but they have to respect him and Starks trying to whip Shivani with the belt, which left Shivani exiting the ring. Starts says the blood is on CM Punk's hands for bringing Steamboat to AEW. Then he would proclaim he will set the whole company on fire. And he'll start next week. Starts says people will learn that there's nobody like him on Dynamite or Collision. Then he leaves during his to the back. I actually thought this was a really great problem from Ricky Starks. I actually like him better as a heel, to be honest with you. Better than a babyface. And then we get a video package of FTR and the Unbucks. Top of their AEW title match on all M. Then we got our opening match. Tag match the Acclaims, Anthony Bones, and Max Caster. Versus the R Savages, Bronson, and Boulder. So Boulder cut Anthony Bones on his shoulders and and then but jumps for the ropes. Then he hits a small drive and follows him combo move as both men hit the pitch and pitcher break. Oh, Caster jumped for the ropes. That's who it was. But I forgot for a second. There, my apologies. Then after the break, Caster voice Bronson down on from the ropes. They not take the Bones. Bones gets the better of uh, Iron Savages. Boulder takes it and sends Bones in the air and hit. Then him crashing to the mat. Iron Savage just slammed Bones to the mat. Goes Boulder goes for the cover, but Caster broke it up. Uh, Boulder puts Bronson in the left chair position, trying to go for the double team finisher, but Caster knocks him over with a missile draw kick. Caster hits a Death Valley draw on Boulder. Anthony Bones knocks Jack Jameson off the apron, and the claim hits the Sister Timbers on Bronson, and then hit double famousers for the win at 8 minutes and 40 seconds. This was a fun little tag match. It was one 5 out of 10. Then after the match, Anthony Bones was holding Billy Gunn's boots and played to the crowd. Caster's the best two-man team in the sport returns because the acclaim is back. He said it would be on Wednesday's Dynamite. Caster's Billy will always be with him in spirit as they go back to the top of the tag team division. The Bones says him and the Caster will get got to say goodbye last week, but the fans didn't do that. They encouraged fans to make scissor hand sizes. They love Gunn and everyone loves the acclaim. That was a nice little pro from the acclaim after the match. And then we... Then we go backstage, we see Lexi Lear is with Bull Cup Golds, Jay White, Juice Robinson, and the Guns. 
Jay White says they're the most elite fresh out bowl club ever. They call the artists of the elite and they don't have the right to do that. He says others call themselves the best brother tag team and they have no right. The guns will be on Dynamite on Wednesday. And since the Young Bucks will be, shouldn't bring super kicks to a gunfight. I actually kind of like that line. Actually, that was a pretty good line. And we're going to feel a package of MJ and Adam Cole put, talk about their AW World title match all in. Then we go to our second match on the show, another tag match. This is from the women's division. TBS champion Chris Dattler takes a Will Nango. Go against Mercedes Martinez and Diamante. And then Martinez uh, ties a Will Nango in a paradise lock. Paying homage to Sonata from New Japan Pro Wrestling. And before Martinez and Diamante were in control, heading into a commercial break. After the break, Chris Dattler takes a hot tag and throws draw kicks at both ladies. Statlander kicks up and grabs Diamante. Statlander had the motion call for Martinez to get up so she could run Diamante into her. Nine Gil tags and went for the ropes, and Martinez shoves Statlander in the court, which is Nine Gil crashing to the floor. Statlander and Nine Gil end up at ringside, and Martinez tosses Diamante into the back. And I'm sorry, in the back of the ring, Will puts Martinez out with a pounce. And then at the end, Will Nine try to go Martinez for a move, for a move, but Martinez slips out, rolls her up, and Diamante pushes her feet into. Martinez back to help her with the pin to score the victory at 8 minutes and 46 seconds. This was a fun little tag match as well. I just won 6 out of 10. And then we go backstage Luxonier is interviewing Tony Storm. And she should be outsourced before Tony demands respect. And concerns that it's been holding her you know, woman's title. She's just getting a little better. Now this will be in the field for match for the title at all in. Before she doesn't matter, Burbank or the body qualifies for the match. They're all backs and little girls. And then Lexi brought up her car. She qualifies for the match and had being stormed for the title. Tony gets upset and said the interview was over. And then we go to our third match of the show Ring War Television Champion Samoa Joe versus Andrew Everett. And then Andrew Everett tried to go for a more move, but. And then he. Joe tried to do a walk spot, and then Everett just basically lay on his feet. So Joe takes him out with a clothesline, and walks in to clean a clutch for the quick win at a minute 22. This is all right. I just want four out of 10. And then after match, Joe took the microphone. He says he came looking for an answer regarding the challenge teammate CM Punk last week. Joe says the real world champ was acting like a real bitch. Then he says he gave Punk the courtesy of asking and the mercy of letting him know what happened. Then he says he stayed by asking Punk, and now he would convince him. That was a pretty good pro. And just by the way, this won't be the first time we see Smojo on the show. And so TT Chain Luchasaurus Christian made to run down the ring. And in case you took jabs at North Carolina crowd, this is the state is better known for being second best. He says Michael Jordan is the second greatest basketball player behind LeBron James. And Ric Flair is the greatest second. Second greatest wrestler behind Cage himself. Then he turns focus to Darby Allen says he never get his hands on the TNT title again. Do we hear the return of Art Anderson? And that's about enough. Walks on stage with his son Brock Anderson. Then he tells the Greensboro fans to take a bow and says they'll be on Hallowed Grounds in Horseman Country. Then he calls Luchasaurus a sea monster and points at the Cage is not actually the TNT champion. But Cage recalls saying there was no open challenges. But he said he'd be willing to make exception for Art, who said he had done it and take the title 20 years ago. Arns is his son to the ring, and we get a match for the TNT title. And then Luchasaurus was basically dominating during, into the hitting of the break. Become a break. Brock hits Luchasaurus with punches and then running forms, but doesn't take Luchasaurus off his feet. So Luchasaurus chokes his Brock, picks him up, and hit it like a clothes on or punch to the back of the head for the win at 5 minutes and 25 seconds. I'm sorry, this match did not need to go 5 minutes. This should have been, honestly, I'm not a big fan of squash match, but honestly, in this case, this should have been. 
but I give this one a 3 out of 10. Then after the match, Darby Allen comes in with a skateboard. Christian avoids Darby, but he ended up double stumped to the back of standing Luchador's skateboard. They play the idea of Luchador being a dinosaur who's been around for 65 billion years before Luchador's cracked up since 65 million years. And they said, yeah, if he ever skated, had a skateboard up his ass during his entire time before he challenges Christian to face him on next week's collision, and Christian accepts the challenge. Then after the commercial break, Powerhouse Hobbs was getting interviewed by Tony Schiavone. In the middle of the ring, he said his book with the book with him again. Once in the ring, Schiavone calls QT Marshall and Hurricane giving him a gold chain, which Hobbs is where only for Hobbs to walk out on him. He spoke about all that. He said he went back to the Bay Area. If I want thing that allowed him to inflict violence, that is the book of Hobbs. He doesn't want anyone's help. And since the next chapter of his book is labeled Redemption. He questioned how he was supposed to redeem himself after losing the TNT doll in the Owen Hart Cup tournament. He lost to Ricky Starks in the uh, quarterfinal part the first round. Did it call the Redeemer? So Miro comes out and he had to the right before Nick Kamara and Eric Solo attacks Miro from Mahal while Hobbs watch from the ring. Kamara and Solo rolls him in the ring that falls up, but Miro clears both of them out of the ring. But then Hobbs puts him down with a spine buster and then drops his book on Miro's uh, chest. I'm actually pretty excited for this Hobbs fight between Hobbs and Miro. I've been waiting for this for a while. I can't wait for this to happen. I don't know if it be on collision or all in or out, but wait and see. And then we go to their main event for the trios tall House of Black, Malachi Black, Brody King, Buddy Matthews, defenses, CM, FTR, AW World Tatchips, FTR, Dax, Dax Howard, Cash, and the real AW World Champion, CM Punk. So CM, FTR were unable to knock Brody King off his feet, so they clear him from the ring with a double draw kick, but he still lands on his feet, tries to charge back in the ring, but Malachi stops him. So Malachi takes his over him, but Punk is in the, it was in the ring. And then Punk ducking the uh, Black Mass. I know that's not the actual name, but I'm still going to call it that because they still haven't made up a name for it. And then Punk sat cross-legged in the process, and he looked at him and then joined and sat down with them, and then they had a stare-down before everybody was in the ring, before CM Punk and Malachi stood up, and then both teams brawled as we go to pitcher-and-pitcher break. When we come back from pitcher-and-pitcher, Dax Hall was isolated, and then he officially puts Malachi down with a DDT. Punk makes a hot take and did some moves on Buddy Matthews, including a high knee in a corner. And it went for Bulldog, but uh, Buddy countered it. And then Punk had Matthews down, goes to the top with Julie Hart, climbs on the apron, and strikes for referee while Malachi Black shoves Punk down. Brody takes in and hits Punk with a cannonball in the corner as we go to another commercial break. When we come back from that break, Punk was isolated for the break before he caught Matthews with a GTS, but he couldn't make the cover, so Matthews rolled to the floor, which was kind of nice. So Punk takes in Cash Wheeler. But he couldn't take Brody King off his feet, so Malachi runs and takes the power zone for Wheeler. Then he got Brody in the corner and threw punches at him. FTR has a double close on Malachi Black. And then King sends him both the rings on FTR, sends Buddy Matthews in the Brody, which got him off his feet. And then Wheeler dove on the House of Black, and it backs on the ring. He hits a top rope bulldog for a two count. Brody re regroups, it, but Dax cuts him off as he's going to the top rope. And then Dax works over King with punches, but Brody shoves him back inside the ring. Brody gets to the top rope, but Dax recovers and crotches him, so Punk tags in, and FTR hits a double superplex on Brody before Punk hits a top rope elbow drop for a two-count. FTR trying to go for a shower machine on Brody, but... Or a triple shower machine, actually, but Punk and Dax can't get him up. Brody fights back as he got on the second try and hit the shower machine. And then Punk tags on Malachi when it's told by Suicida. Dax hits a top rope hip up for a two-count. Then all of a sudden, we see Smojo from the crowd and basically drags Punk over the barricade with a 
uh, we are naked choke. Yeah. And then Julia gets unable to drag in the referee and Dax pros heart and then Brody hits Dax with the Lariat for the win to retain the titles at 26 minutes and 54 seconds. This actually was a really fun uh, trios match. I just won 7 out of 10. My only nitpick is I wish they cut like 5 minutes out of this match, honestly, but overall, I really enjoyed this match. I just won 7 out of 10. And then at, and the show closed with House of Black Celebrate. Honestly, for this episode, episode 9, I, could, I should really enjoy this one. Out of this match, out of the show, I wrote only two hours. It's the women's tag match between Statler, Nigel, Fritz, Martinez, and Danny Monte. And the trio's made event match. That's the only two I recommend checking out from the show. But that was AEW Collision. And now we will go and do today's shows. This is Sunday, August 13th. So we will start with the G1. This is the finals. This is night number 19. So we kick it off with Tag Team Action. Kitu Kimi at right. Oh, White defeat Oscar Lube and Toriano. 7 minutes and 47 seconds. We had Shine Wizard on Lube. Our second match, 8-man Tag Team Match. We had Yuji Nagata, Togma Hama, Shota Una, Master Wado. Defeat Strong Style and Yuta Nakashima. 8 minutes and 41 seconds. We had Death Rider. In our, our third match, we had the number Opoid six man tag Tomori Ishii and Hiroshi Tanahashi teaming up with strong Opoid champion Eddie Kingston and Ishii's Chaos Buddy Yo. They defeat Takoji, Satoshi Kojima, Hiroshi Tenten, who's teaming up with Tiger Mask and Togamagabe via super kick on Tiger Mask, 9 minutes 37 seconds. Our fourth match, we had TMDK defeating RWGB tag champs Bishamon, Bruce Kitaguchi, and Bolton Oleg, 10 minutes and 5 seconds via Tank Buster. Then our fifth match, we had a 10-man tag. We had Grails Desi and El Tasmo getting the win over Bull Club. 11 minutes and 3 seconds. This was pretty much a rematch from yet. Oh, so this was said at yesterday's show where Bull Club came after the GOD's match with just five guys and was going to tie them, but never happened. But so that's why we had this match and they get the win. Then our sixth match, we had eight-man tag match with LJ, Shinji Rukai, Yuji Suji, Hiromu Takahashi, the junior of which and Bushi, defeating United Empire's IWGB United. Oh, sorry, UK champion. Well, Osprey, Jeff Cobb, Grail Khan, and Hinari. So after the um semifinal show yesterday, Osprey said he didn't want to be the US champion anymore. So he reveals that he introduced the UK title. So during his reign, he'd be known as the UK champion. Which actually, I thought that was pretty. That belt, that UK title, actually looked pretty nice. Then our uh, semi main eight man tag team match we had. House of Tortures, Dick Togo Show, Yujiro Takahashi, and Evil, defeating just four guys, IWG World Champs, Sanaa, KOPW, 23rd Champion, Taichi, Yushibuya Kama, and Doki, 10 minutes, 24 feet of Shock Arrow on Taichi, and the main with the finals of the 2023 G1 Climax, Bleed, 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 bleed yeah, <laughs> sorry, I didn't have coffee this morning, Block D1 winner, Tissia Naito gets to win over the B-Block winner, never avoid six-man tag team, Kutsushka Okada, 34 minutes at 18 seconds, Fiat Destino, so Tishina wins to G1 Climax for the third time, first time in six years. So that was G1. And it will go to uh, Stardom X Stardom. So we can go with a 10-team gala match, Suzuki and Maysero does get the win on that. So 
to the other teams in the match was done with the Mondo's our star champion Tekla and Micah, the new era says one of star champ Mariah and Amisori, stars Hisuki Saida, Oi Taismo Watanabe and Ruka, Queen Quest is assuming Mai Amasaki, Suri Hanago, Ian Miss Mori and Mocha Hanasano, Wakatsu and Fugan Diff, Hina and Heenan and Hina, that's the other teams in that gala match. There are only five star grade pre match on this show from Red Stars. About all time members, new blood tag champ star kid gets on the board by defeating Natsuhiko Tora. For the high speed title, Saki Castro retains of Okagama. For the Goddess of Stardom titles, Cosmic Angel, not the boy, sorry, Inno, defeating the champions, Rolls Gold, Mia Shirakawa, Mariah May. And then for the New Japan Strong Women's Health, the champion, Julia, retains over you. And then for the IWGP Women's Health, Mario Yutani retains over Yutami Hayashista. In the main for the World of Star title, Tam Nakano retains over Megan Bain. So, Stardom. And it will go to Big Japan Poor Wrestling's. And 2AW show. So we get off with Katori Yashon defeating Kozma Yoshida, 8 minutes 42 to defeat Boston Crab, and Tatsumachi Yumai Honda and Jajar Suzuki defeating Kota Sugifara and 9 Mogami, 9 minutes 23 seconds via Jackknife. And by the way, I'm looking on the Big Japan website. So Google Trace, it might have been Bronzo. If I butcher any of these names, I do apologize. Then our non-title match, six-man Yokohama Shum Street, six-man tag team, Yushi Ishi, and Deathmatch are team, Yuki Ishikawa and Takara Nikki, ends in a 15-minute time limit draw. And then Yokohama Shum Street, six-man tag team, Hidoshi Kamatani, defeat Ami Sazamura, eight minutes for two seconds via backdrop. And then a tag team match we had Kazuki Hashimoto and Rai Ido losing to Hinami Tsushida and Machami Fist. 12 minutes 57 seconds for Kasuhiri Chop. In the main event, six man tag team match, we have one half of the big Japan tag teams, Takara Nomura, Ayo Yoshida, and Naga Suma defeat Adol. Sorry, losing to Adol Kabashi, Tsushi Tatsawa, and Dagi Wakamatsu via uh, Davi Elbow Drop. 12 minutes and 51 seconds. So that was. Uh, Big Japan Pro Wrestling. And we'll go over to Saki Kai's 10th anniversary in Gorgon Hall. So we can go with a pre-show match. Yua Koryoku defeating Ruka at Fiat Modified Triangle. Lancer 7 minutes and 24 seconds. And then a kick off the main show. We had Cannon defeating hit one third of the six man tag of Hidaki Okitani via Finnum Driver 2, 8 minutes and 4 seconds. And then we had a six man tag. We had Burning Junakiyama and Yuji Okada team with Yuki Inana defeating Harmon's Kazuchika Haiguchi and Yuki Ishida team with Takashi Master via backdrop 9 minutes and 11 seconds. And then for the Iron Man Heavy Metal Weight Tall at a Battle Royal, Nuranaki Doi defeating Championship here at Takagi, Harshima, Yuki Ino, Densuki Dino, Antonio Honda, Akiko, and Kozma Sumi to win the Iron Man Heavy Metal Weight title. Six man tag, we had three Sen Kamei, Yuki Ino, Mo, and Toy Kojima defeating Chris St. Laurent, Martha, and Kasui Saki Sama via Instar Current Iron for a second. For the KOD Tag Team Titles, the Challengers Omega, over 40 champ, Mahogo Oshi, and Yuji Ino. Defeat the champions, Damnation D, Dasaki, Sasaki, and MJ Paul 
via tornado clutch limits in 13 seconds. Phoenix Shrinko in a uh, goes and blow an explosion death match. The champion Katsuki Hara defeating Yuki Sakaguchi, who is also one third six man tag champs for a miracle shot one shot cradle, 14 minutes and 24 seconds. In the main in a six woman tag match, we had Saki Age, Maya Yohiki, and uh, and Asuka, not WWE's Asuka, defeating Takara Ayara, who is actually the new West Coast Pro Women's Champion, the GCW Ultra Fallen Yamashista, and Soko Nakajima via Quetzalcoatl, nine minutes and 19 minutes and 2 seconds. Sorry, no, 9 minutes. And then we'll go to Tokyo Princess Cup Day 7. This is the finals of the tournament. So we kick it off with Hikari No defeating Ray Okabai via Blue Racer. 5 minutes and 13 seconds. In a triple threat match, Noe Katayuta defeating Hari Niko and Hamurari via Shinkai. 8 minutes and 4 seconds. Tetra Action, Raku and Palm Harajuku defeat Shirazuki and Harukase Rafia Dr. Yell, 7 minutes and 40 seconds. In Tetra, Moka Yamato and Jorit Nagato defeat Harper Masao and Kanator Bami, via Warland Kick, 8 minutes and 58 seconds. Yuki Arai and Maru Toraku defeat Waka Yuhira and Toga, via Satori Kamatame, 10 minutes and 18 seconds. In 6 women tag to entry, Prince of the Princess Masuki, Soko Nakajima, and Suzume defeat International Princess Ruka Tuzuzumi, Mayu Watanabe, and Yuki Ino. Via the QD special, 15 minutes and 31 seconds. In the final, in the main event, the finals of the 2023 Tokyo Princess Cup. The winner is Milo Yamashista by defeating Yuki Kamafuka via Skull Kick, 15 minutes and 57 seconds. So congratulations to Milo Yamashista for winning the 10th annual Tokyo Princess Cup. And it will go to first on two Dragon Gate, Gate shows on on today. This is the first. This is day number six. This is the afternoon show. So we kick it up with six man tag match. We have C. Francis, Hio, Kai, and Shun Skywalker to be naturalized. Kazi, Big Boss, Mucha, and UT. Eight minutes and 56 feet. Nico Tamahashi. Open a triangle, get champ. Mini order to be in Kaito Nagato. Feet mid <coughs> inner town. Seven minutes and 43 seconds. Tag match. We have Strong Machine J and Hulu to be Jiggy Horaguji and Keiji Tora. Feet diamond frame. Six minutes and 22 seconds. In six man tag match, we had. Natural Vices, Jason and Jack Funk Command, Team of Dragon Kid defeating Alto Dragon and Open to 20 Games, M3K, Smooch Smooch, Yushikanda, Fit GFK, 8 minutes and 6 seconds. Non title match, Open to Brave Kid Champion, Ichin defeating Misaki Mochizuki by disqualification, 11 minutes 15 seconds due to interference from Mochizuki Jr. In, the main, in a six man tag match, we had gold classes, Open to Triangle Kid Champion, 2023 K, King of Gate winner, Kota Minora, Ben K, and BB Hulk. To be D Courage and Yamato, 16 minutes and 24 seconds via Golden Rose. So that was the afternoon show. And the close of this week's show. This is the evening show. This is day number seven. So opening match, six man tag match. We have Gold Class, defeating Yamato, Kijidor, and Kado Nagano, 10 minutes and 18 seconds via Spear. Six man tag team match. We have BB Hulk, Holo Loot, and Misaki Mosuki, defeating Ultimate Dragon, Jinky Horaguchi, and UT, 8 minutes and 44 seconds via First Flash. In tag team match, we had D-Curse defeating Natural Vibes, Kazi, Instagram Machine J, 12 minutes and 27 seconds via World Lyrium. We had a special singles match, as these two are actually going to be at the All-Star Junior Festival this weekend coming up. Dragon Kid gets win over Shooting Skywalker, 11 minutes 46 seconds. In the main in a triple threat, six-man tag team elimination match, Natural Vibes, Big Boss, Mushu, Jason Lee, and Jack Funk Command defeating C-Brasses, 
I'll put a Brave Gate Champion, Ishin, Hyalon Kai, and M3K. I'll put in 20 Gate Champions, Susumu Shimoshuki and Yoshikana, Shikana, Jr. So eliminations, Hyo and Jackie Von Kamei eliminating M3K via Nico Tamahashi and Jackie Nev on Yoshikana. That was at 14 minutes, 27 seconds. And then uh, Kai gets away Big Boss Mojo via Shot Put Slam. So the match ends at 16 minutes and 42 seconds. So, and that's the show for this week, guys. I'm your host, Ethan Black. I'll be back on Friday top with the GCW show from today and also the shows from Monday through Thursday. Have a good week, guys, and stay safe.